1: Good evening, welcome to a special episode of the Spurs show, live from the Albany, Great Portland Streets. Good to be back on these live shows. We've got some great recordings we're doing tonight. Our first show, uh, unfortunately, we've got to look back at the uh, the last game at the weekend against Brentford. Unfortunately, my co-host Theo Delaney can't be here this week, but to take his place, uh, is it X? You've, you've retired now from the trust, haven't you? Retired from, probably made more comebacks than, I was about to say Gary Glitter, but I'll say Frank Sinatra. I'll say Sinatra. I didn't say Glitter. Uh, Pete Hain returns. <laughs> and also returning, it's lovely that he, he, he comes down and does these live, live shows as well from the uh, Sun, eminent football writer and author, Martin Lipton returns. Right, well, obviously, since uh, the last show, we've had one game uh, against Brentford. We're going to obviously talk about that, and then we'll look at the game coming up on Sunday. I think most Spurs fans, because we're all bit half glass empty, kind of think we've all re- we've messed it up now. We've gone from being in the box seat to now relying. Well, I mean, as Harry Kane, I think, came out yesterday said we've got to win every game, obviously, but I don't think many of us think we're going to get anything at Anfield, and I mean, let's hope. By the time we play Arsenal on May the 12th, there's something still on it. Uh, my gut feeling is that there'll be a five-point difference and even if we do beat them, it will go to the last game. Martin, I mean, since the international break when we were playing so well, what, what's, what's gone wrong? I mean, it's sort of, it's just been bizarre.
2: It's been really strange because there was so much uh, Rio and excitement about them in the, that period before the break, and you assumed it would be like the, yeah, you know, the regalvanized, ready for the final assault, and it just just hasn't happened. And there's been a slovenliness about the performances from the get go in the, in those last two games. They've just looked half asleep collectively, and I, and I know not what it is. Maybe the other games have taken too much. I thought initially the Brighton one was down to the fact that they hadn't had the manager in the training ground for the week. Because right. he clearly is someone who galvanizes and gets them going, and he obviously had had covid, but he was there last week, mm. and they were still awful I mean let's be honest I mean they haven't had a shot on target for mm. two and a half games it's just mm. it's it's ludicrous really um because we we talking about the team that was scoring goals and looking like scoring goals whenever they got the ball for three or yeah. four weeks and there, there was an excitement about it again and that dissipated disappeared I mean as you know I'm not exactly been the biggest fan of of Matt Doherty, but he'd actually looked like a player for a while, and I really am not a fan of Emerson. And I think everything goes that goes to him just stops because there's something I don't think he's good enough, mm. and I don't think he'll be there next season. I think whatever happens, there'll be a change at, uh, in his position in the squad. He'll be out, and someone else will be in. Mm. But that doesn't justify or explain the collective malaise mm. which, are, where there has been, and they everything they were doing right, they've they stopped doing, and they were. Let's be honest. They were lucky to get a point from mm. those two games. Could easily have lost to. to yeah, they would have worked twice. Ben I mean, it, I, they. I, equally, they could have ended up nicking both both games one 0 but they wouldn't have, have deserved that. And you've got to be honest about. It. They're not playing well enough, and it's really sad. Mm. But nor Arsenal. Yeah. And then suddenly they well, they've two played games teams that have
1: literally rolled over for them. And
2: they played two. They they've won, well, I thought United were a bit unlucky. Actually, I thought they yeah. were a the better team. But Chelsea was shocking. Mm. But this is the same Arsenal team that lost three on the bounce. So. None of them have got any consistency. And it can still change like that. But at the moment, I think we've all got to accept it. It looks a bit grim, doesn't
1: Mm -hmm. it? Pete, do you think the problem is, in a way, that we played Brighton and uh, Brentford, two teams that have mid-table, nothing to play for... Do you think their coaches looked at these games and said, we don't need to go for goals. What we're going to do, this is how you play against this Tottenham team. They call it the low block now. I just call yeah. it good, deep defending. Yeah. Let's defend. Let's not give them any space. When we win the ball, let's not try and turn it over quickly because if we lose the ball again, Son and Kane will do us like we did against Aston Villa. Yeah. And let's sit and let's see if they break us down. If we could nick something from a set piece or something, we'll nick something. Because if we had... And you could see that... Kane was dropping deep, there was no space. The only out ball was to our two wing-backs. As yep. Martin said, they're not good enough, unfortunately. Yep. So we just weren't creating anything. Do you think it it's re- as simple as that? It reminded
0: me so much of the game against Watford, you know, where we drew 0-0 earlier in the season. Yeah, mm. we were, the wing-backs had so much space but couldn't do a thing with it. But the midfield and the front were so congested mm. that we just didn't have anybody who could actually break that down. Um, I've been I've been searching and asking people, you know, why has it suddenly turned around? You know, I think I think teams certainly Brighton have learned from that first half against Villa because although we went in one 0 at half time against Villa, they outplayed us and they could quite easily have been three four one up that day. And they played a very hard game, a very tough game. They put us under pressure. They didn't give us any space whatsoever. And Conte, at half-time, realised the only way of getting around that was to play a longer ball. Yeah. Villa maybe were a little naive in still trying to result the same tactics, therefore that's how we dominated that second half. Mm. But both Potter and... Um, Frank. Frank. Frank realised that what you do is just stifle the space as much as you possibly mm. can for the whole of the game. Yeah, And they both, Brighton and... Um Brentford played a magnificent defensive game in stifling us as much as possible. And we just didn't have the wit or the wherewithal to do it. The full backs or the wing backs weren't able to give us the delivery that they should have done. Emerson, I think, once I think put the ball into Harry in the six-yard box in the second half. Harry turned and the shot yeah, right was deflected right near the end. Right oh, near the end but the end. other than that, neither of them did anything. When Sassignor went off and they brought Sanchez on and pushed Davies out to left wing back, there was a little bit more of a delivery from there, but again, still not good enough. Um, And I think we... I I did ask the question of a couple of people from the club um, last week. Did Conte's... Covid and non-appearance before the Brighton game make a difference, and they said, "Well, no, because he was—he was still there on Zoom. He was still there observing. He was still there in the background. So, that clearly wasn't an answer." Mm. Kane's appearance at the Masters. I think you're clutching at straws there, really. You know, I don't think that would have impacted him when he come back on Tuesday. I think. I
2: think he uh, slept better train. than I did coming back from the Masters. <laughs> <laughs>
0: quite possibly, quite possibly.
2: So Something that I, you're in economy, were you? I was very much
0: in economy. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> so I'm, I'm at a, as much of a loss as everybody else to try and explain why those performances mm. have turned down. But I. I I I can only stand up and applaud Brentford and Brighton for their performance.
2: I do think that if you look at those two games, in previous seasons, particularly in the the peak Pochettino years, in those games, we had a little bloke playing in the 10 role Mm -hmm. who could provide a pass to change the game. And he was on the pitch on Saturday just wasn't wearing the right shirt. <laughs> and I said, I wouldn't be at all surprised if he is wearing I'm that sure shirt ne- think, so. ne- next season. Yeah. And I think that isn't to diminish the efforts of anybody else at all, but you have to have something different to break down really organised teams. Once you score the first goal, that changes the, the complexion of the game, that yeah. they have to come at you and then... The pace that we have on the on the counter really works. But you've got to get that first goal. And we, you know, talking of Brighton, for example, that game three years ago, right near the end of the season, 90th minute, Ericsson scores mm. the goal to win yeah. the game. We had that a little bit of, of quality to play a pass, to turn defenders in a way that, at the moment... If they set up really well, and we don't score the early goal. We don't catch them on the break, and you know, in a in a counter attack scenario, we're we're going to show the the, team, the when we were winning all those games. A, we were playing against pretty ordinary teams, but also we scored early enough, yeah, to. To get, or we had a run out two minutes when we scored two goals against yeah. against Newcastle to mm. transform the game. Well, That's the
0: thing that's really disappointed me in these last two games is that we haven't gone from the outset to have a go at the sides. Yeah, we're and really and slowly. Slowly. get an early goal and
1: then you can start playing your football.
0: You know, earn the right to Do play. you think
1: the substitutions again are coming late? we all sit in there going, he's got to change it, he's got to change it, he's got to change it. You've got Mora. you've got Bergwijn. He hasn't who has faith in either of them, has well, he? Well, clearly no. not. No, I mean, Birbgrine could have won that
0: game for us against Brighton. You yeah, know, that there was awful that chance hit. where the ball yeah. got lobbed. Yeah, I think you, it was put yeah. the ball through. Um, it amazed me that he didn't change things around on Saturday more mm. for, that much quicker. Um, he didn't seem to have an idea about how he could come up with a plan B. And I know that's mm. been discussed on many other podcasts in the last couple of days. Um, I'm concerned that Son and Kane are not just undroppable, but mm. Um I, t- I said that to someone the other day, and they said, yeah, but imagine the stick he would have got if he'd have taken either of them off on Saturday. And I said, well, would it have made any difference, really? Okay. The sun yeah. came
1: off near the end, didn't it? Yeah, he, didn't but
0: he? by that Five time, you know, game, yeah. you're not really going to make your But, but look at the bench, though.
1: We Again, we, there's no other like-for-like like striker on the bench, really. I mean, I think no, Scarlet's apart from, but, on the bench. Yeah, Scarlet. He's not but, uh, getting a not look yeah. in.
2: Like, yeah. I, th- I think we've got to realise that, we're not that good. We're not that bad. We are a top six team who could finish in the top four. And yeah. had we had a proper manager, I think if there'd been a free season with Conte, we would probably be in the top four. For all yeah. uh, You can question some of the things he does, and I wish he would calm it down sometimes. But actually, you've clearly got a proper manager. And were if he stays, and that's another issue, we're not quite sure what's going on there, but I think there'll be a much better team irrespective of the changes that they're going to make, and there will be significant changes, I think, next season. But we are nowhere near the quality of... City and Liverpool, yeah. even though we've bizarrely taken points off both of them, mm. you know, I mean that's crazy we've got seven points out of nine against those two and they're infinitely better than us and we've lost to some absolute mm. rubbish this season on occasion, but that happens in football. Yeah. Even good teams, as Cliff will tell us, we well, lose the occasional the double game. You know? You're
1: surprised some of the games we lost so even in the double season. It, do, it yeah. does happen,
2: but we're not as good as Chelsea and then there's three teams, or two, uh, four teams arguably, who are much of a muchness playing for fourth, who've all got Qualities, but fundamental flaws, and we've mm. seen that week in, week out. The fact that you know Arsenal can lose to Palace and Brighton and, and whomever, and then beat Chelsea and United tells that. you. In the same way that Spurs have that, you know, can beat City and then lose to Burnley, and United can get can beat Spurs and then lose to someone they shouldn't. You know, it, they're all inconsistent, and mm. that's there's, they're, they're. I think all three are fundamentally flawed, and it's basically survival of the fittest, isn't it? Mm. Yeah.
1: Fair enough. Well, let's go to a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to look at the game coming up and we're going to look at the run-in and try and work out what we think is going to happen. Back in a couple of minutes. And we're back for the break. Don't forget, for premium content, including a daily news show, X-Player Interviews, original documentary series on Spurs, go to patreon.com slash spurshow. Uh, Our next live event is May the 11th at the JW3 Community Centre on the Finchley Road. We've got Martin Chivers, Pat Jennings, Alan Mullery and Steve Perriman. Go to jw3.org.uk and this recording will be available to our Patreon subscribers. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and uh, Instagram. Um, On um, Sunday, uh, Pete, we've got Leicester, um, a good footballing team. They are in this bizarre... European conference competition that we we're in. Yeah. With is it semi-final next stage? Yeah. Semi-final. Semi-final. So we are playing them between their first and second leg as our Arsenal playing West Ham at the weekend. Yeah. First and second leg. I mean European Conference League, if you're um, if you're the sort of you know um, Brennan Rogers, are you sort of going I need to rest player for this European tie. or are you thinking uh, if I, I was a Brent, tough one, isn't Brendan
0: it? I'll be playing a full strength side in the first leg on Thursday yeah. which means that he's going to rest well depending on the outcome of that first game because they're at home to uh, Mourinho's Roma yeah, on Thursday night. Oh. So, depending on the result of that, if they're still in with a chance, he will rest players. I've got no doubt about that, despite the fact the second leg's the following Thursday. So, there is an opportunity for us. I think Vardy made a substitute appearance at the Vardy weekend. Vardy hasn't been playing much, no, has, has been, been injured. he's, he's been, done been injured, yeah, injured. Yeah, he's just come back. So, I suspect he'll probably maybe take a bigger... Roll on Thursday night, and they're not going to risk him immediately on the Sunday. But of so a good
1: team. I mean, there was that one at Wembley near the end of the season, the oh, five the four. Five four. Five, four, yeah. five, four. <laughs> Madison is an Arsenal fan. Always raised his game against us. Yeah. Tielemans we've been linked with a yep. player that we could have come to Tottenham. Apparently, Pochettino didn't fancy him a few years ago. Um, and even some of their second string players do players. well. I like Ian shows not I, bad.
2: I think Barnes is an excellent young yeah. player. They're good on the ball. They've got. I mean, Fafana's fit again. He's a they're a good team. Mm. And but I think they're really all about um, this this European competition because they're not going to finish in the top seven in the Premier League. So, but if they were to win it, then they're in the Europa League next season, which is worth you know mm. considerable money. And also, it'll be a third trophy for them in in five years and that for Leicester City that's huge that's There's a massive a thing of course can we have one trophy in five years please you yeah. know but I think <laughs> I think we've got to be so it may work in Tottenham's favour but also the other players are going to want to prove to the manager that they should be in the team so if you're the, the Leicester yeah. players it is not going to be a game that you would you're certainly not going to say our Spurs will win that would you not, not the way we're playing at the moment it will be tough it really mm. and, but every game supposed to be tough yeah. It's not supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be the Premier League. I think we should be recognized that you've got to be a good team
1: yeah.
2: to compete it, 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 and every match is competitive. Even as Brentford and Brighton are in the bottom half of the league have shown, they've got good players. Mm. And if you don't if you don't turn up, you're going to struggle to break them down and you're going to sure. struggle yeah. to beat them. And, yeah. and also it should be like that. Yeah. I just want I mean, yeah, I
0: was sort of trying to find reasons for the performances in the last two games where there's been a little bit of arrogance and a little bit of complacency crept in, you know, because they, they have had a really good run and played some brilliant football. And maybe it was just a little bit of, oh, yeah, it's only Brighton,
2: it's only Brentford. Mm. I, I hope that's not the case. I didn't see that. I just think they just didn't get out the blocks. Mm. And they, for whatever reason, they just looked, they just didn't look right, did they? They've looked, well, there have been periods over the last couple of seasons when you thought, where have the legs gone in this team, and mm-hmm. like they collectively seem to have to have run out of of, of a spark, and then yeah. out of nothing it returns, yeah, and that's again the inconsistency, maybe that's about quality of player as well that squad depth isn't strong enough, so players and I know previous generations played lots of games and I'm not but this the game today is so physical, so quick, so aggressive that perhaps it takes there's only so much the human frame can take yeah. and deal with yeah. and it's taking maybe a bigger toll mm. than once and we have a quite a
1: paper thin squad yeah. you look at the bench yeah. and you go as you yeah. said he doesn't fancy this one that one it's not like certain teams over the years under Tottenham when you know this one's going to slot straight in and this one we kind you're, of don't have that we, the Skip's, team picks Skip, itself yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Skip would have right. played matches he's yeah. out, out for yeah. the he's having the an Operation season. American now I'm not out. saying that
2: he's the answer but it would have allowed him to rotate the other other two and he hasn't got enough he doesn't fancy enough of the others yeah now you could argue that that's down to him he should be working hard on the players he should be working better with the i don't know whatever it is but he is a manager who we know takes a fixed idea on on players and always has done throughout his career he can change it it did with ericsson at inter he didn't fancy him when he signed him Mm. and then suddenly by the end of that season he was integral to the team so he can be persuaded but he takes a lot of persuasion yeah yeah.
1: Let's uh, we look at the sort of the, the run in now. Where we are now, we're same games played now, two points behind the Woolwich, better goal difference. Uh, their next game is West Ham away, who, as we said, have got these two semi finals against Eintracht Frankfurt. You kind of think that's another one where the team's probably going to roll over. they then got Leeds at home, whereas it stands, they're still not out of it. No. Leeds have improved under the new manager, but. I watched their game I mean, it was a terrible the game I it last night. I Awful quality Ripple. the Palace Leeds game. Yeah. So you kind of think Arsenal should beat Leeds at home. They then got the game against us. And then I think probably the most difficult game on paper, Newcastle away, yeah. who have now hit a bit of form. Um, one can argue nothing to put say nothing to play for, probably players that will probably be moved on by Newcastle if if they don't do it. Do you think that's the one game? That, that could be a stumbling block for them?
2: If you're Newcastle players, you're thinking, hang on, A, we want to prove that we want to stay because they're going to pay big bucks. But also, Eddie Howe's thinking, well, look, West Ham are dropping points. Wolves are dropping points. If West Ham and Leicester were to win their competitions and we come seventh, we're in Europe next season. Wow. Because there's an ex- there could be nine Premier League clubs in Europe, seventh place. If, if West Ham and Leicester win their competitions and aren't in the top seven, seventh goes into... It mm. is the Conference League, but it's European football, which is what Newcastle want yeah. to sell. Um, and yet they are playing extremely well. You can't mm. pretend. I think the the, the the move of Joe Linton from a striker who couldn't strike to a midfielder who looks like a real player has been really good work by, mm. uh, by Howe. Well, they actually played him on the left, didn't he, on, on Saturday? But he scored mm. two goals. Grimace looks a really good player. They, they've got confidence and it, as it. Confidence is is the critical thing in so many ways in, in football because it is gossamer thin and yet incredibly strong. It's that re- remarkable concept, yeah. and uh, that will be a tough game And then of course they finish with Everton, sticky who,
1: probably, <laughs> who probably will still be absolutely I think in it. I mean, I think they're probably favourites the, now to the, go down. The
2: dream is that Everton win to hand us fourth, and Burnley also <laughs> win to so Everton go down as well. That would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: The problem with this scenario is we've got to we've win got some games. We've got to win our, <laughs> our game. Here lies the, always lies the problem. There's no point really, As soon as you rely on another team. Why are you bringing reality
2: into it? That's, yeah. that's so out of order.
1: You know, so quick prediction, Pete, for Leicester on Sunday. I think we'll win 3 2. 3 2, Martin?
2: Ah, uh, one all draw.
1: One all, oh really? Yeah. You think it'll be a draw? I think we'll shade it 2 1. And then next week's show, we'll talk about our next game, which is at Anfield.
2: Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, due, we know. are actually due a result against them. We, how yeah. many times? We'll have
1: the, have the space because they'll need to win. Against how
2: Liverpool? many times have we given away stupid goals at Anfield in the last minute over the mm. last few oh, seasons? Like right. it, infuriatingly, ridiculously stupid goals. Yeah, maybe it's time.
1: Maybe it's time. Maybe you know. I mean, again, I, I hark <laughs> back to that, that season uh, under Redknapp, Champions League. We were talking about Wembley off air, that awful defeat against Portsmouth, and then at home we had to beat Arsenal, we had to beat Chelsea, uh, two very good Arsenal Chelsea, yep. and we did. So the team, you know, got it in them. But so uh, we'll see. Well, let's wrap up now. Uh, and uh, as I said uh, here, live at the Albany, we've got a very very special show coming up with Norman Giller and cliff jones but for now for this week martin thank you so much for coming along pete thank you so much for coming on my pleasure until next time call you spurs if you want to advertise on or sponsor this show check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk
0: sports social podcast network